Welcome to the Simple Programmer Podcast. Making complex programming simple and fast. With everything from career advice to philosophy. John Summers will show you everything you need. It's the Simple Hey, what's up? John Sonimus here. Just want to take a moment to tell you about an awesome sponsor we have at Simple Programmer, which is Hire.com. I'm sure you know how frustrating it can be to search for a new job. Pushy recruiters trying to recruit you for jobs you have no interest in, jobs you apply for but you never hear from again, and worst of all, going through a whole interview process only to get a ridiculously lowball offer. Well, Hired.com has solved these problems. Hired flips job searching on its head. It actually puts you in control of the job search by letting you fill out one simple application and then having employers actually apply to hire you. How cool is that? You also get access to your own career coach to help you get your next job. Hired has access to over 4,000 employers with big names like Facebook. Plus, your profile is automatically hidden from current and past employers. Oh, and they pay you to get a job. Anyway, as a Simple Programmer listener, if you use the link Hired.com slash Simple Programmer, you can get double the normal $1,000 hiring bonus and get $2,000 when you find your next job on Hired. Just go to Hired.com slash Simple Programmer to get started. Welcome to the Simple Programmer Podcast, a short mix of career advice, philosophy, and soft skills from successful author and software developer, John Sonmez. Hey, what's up? John Sonmez here from SimpleProgrammer.com. So you'll have to excuse my 720p-ness. <laughs> I decided to use the front-facing camera while I'm here in Europe, at least for a lot of these videos, because, well, it takes up a lot of space to do that rear 1080p 60fps camera, a couple of gigs per video upload. So I'm doing some 720 front camera videos, which is kind of cool because now I can actually see when I'm in frame. I wonder if I should do all my videos like this. So I got an email from one of my favorite emailers. This is a dude that emails me all the time and sends me interesting links on articles and stuff. And you know, a lot of people send me interesting links, but I mostly delete them, don't read the email. But uh, this gentleman who I won't name, but is a pretty cool guy, you, you know who you are, my friend. Uh, he sends me a lot of really cool links and I end up doing a lot of videos on the content just because it, it's so good and so thought-provoking. And he sent me one on, it's a Wall Street Journal article. And I don't like to link out to stuff simply because YouTube doesn't like that and it won't give me lots of views and subscribers if I send people off of YouTube. So if I'm gonna send you off of YouTube, I'll tell you where I'm gonna send you. I'm gonna send you to 10 Steps to Learn Anything Quickly, baby, where I'm gonna make 99 bucks. <laughs> No, uh, if I'm going to send you off YouTube, seriously, I'm going to send you my products so that you buy that and give me money. It only makes sense to me, all right? So anyway, I will go through this article and I want to give some commentary on this. I'm sure you can search for it. It's how to survive a jerk at work. So, uh, you know, you have credit where credit is due. It is a Wall Street Journal article. Uh, and it is by Robert Sutton. Robert Sutton seems like a pretty wise guy. And I mean that in the most endearing way possible. So he says here, he, he gives a, a couple of tips on dealing with a, a jerk at work. And some of these are really actually quite good. Uh, one of the, the big ones, he, he cites in this article this idea that 
you should keep your distance and also some statistics around the idea that you know if you are in proximity to a jerk you are likely to become a jerk yourself essentially that's what it boils down to if you read between the lines and that's kind of interesting right i mean if you're around a jerk do you really become a jerk yes you do you uh it, it tends that negativity tends to spread like the flu you can read or you can watch my video where i talked about the subject if we can find it it might be, it's a little bit obscure. I think it was about like being around negative people or positive people or how to stay positive and happy all day. I don't remember, it was one of those things. Uh, anyway, I'm, I'm losing my, my video catalog. There's like 1,700 videos now on this channel. So I can't remember all of them. I, sh I should go back and like review my videos so I can point to videos and, and link to them and whatnot. So anyway, one of the big things that he says, I'm just gonna kind of go through this point by point. And actually before I do, let me talk about, you know, give you the kind of meta on this, which is, an, and I do know that my finger is showing up over there. Okay, so the meta on this is basically that, you know, a lot of you have emailed me and said, I'm dealing with a jerk at work. How do I deal with this jerk? Well, I have some advice for you, of course, in my book, The Complete Software Developer's Career Guide, which uh, you should definitely get a copy of if you haven't already. It's a freaking 800-page book for like, uh, what, $10 for Kindle and, I don't know, like 25 bucks or 26 bucks for the print version, which you can you can totally use as a self-defense weapon. Trust me, I've, I've had to do it myself. So anyway, in the book I talk about this, but essentially what happens when you have to deal with jerk, not just jerk bosses, but jerk coworkers. What, uh, what I talk about is this idea that a toxic person is someone that is essentially a coworker who is completely negative and you know, you know these kind of people because all the bad shit just seems to happen to them and it seems like maybe they're the victim, but it just too much bad shit happens to them. So toxic people, right? Uh, what should you do with them? Well, you should avoid them at all costs. Uh, what if they happen to be a coworker that you have to work with? Uh, I talked about this in the Complete Software Developers Career Guide, but let's go through some of the points here that I might not have covered, uh, or, or at least this is a really good overview of this, just to give some more depth to this question, because I think this is pretty awesome. So the first one is keep your distance. And I thought this was cool. You know, sometimes the most obvious solution is, to, is best. Stay away from the offending person, limiting frequency, duration, and intensity of toxic encounters. Uh, and, and this is where he goes into the research and he shows that, you know, <laughs> basically if you're, if you're near them, you're more, most likely to uh, become a bully or an asshole yourself, which, uh, you know, because negativity spreads. It's, it's, positivity is a lot harder to spread, right? That's why people say, oh, uh, Joe's got a bad case of the Mondays. And, uh, you know, and people hate people that are cheery on Monday mornings, but, you know, being a grumpy asshole is quite all right any day of the week. So that's one thing to consider is that, you know, just avoid these people as much as possible. But sometimes you can't avoid them, right? And so this other piece of advice here in this article I thought was good, which was slow down. Slowing the rhythm of interactions is another useful technique. So this is kind of cool. This is like putting them on ice or putting them in molasses. It's like the tar baby approach uh, in Briar Rabbit. It's basically saying, Look, okay, when this person communicates with you, just respond back really slowly. Like, respond to their emails really slowly. Like, don't engage them, don't feed into it, don't write long email responses, right? Just basically, like, kind of do as minimal and slow reaction as possible so that you're limiting the amount of damage they can do, right? You know, this is kind of like throttling their uh, their weapon or putting a governor on their, their uh, Mack truck speeding down the freeway. They can't go so fast because you're not letting them. Uh, so don't give them the pleasure of that. So respond as infrequently and slowly as possible uh, when you do stay calm and composed. <laughs> 
<laughs> so that way your tormentor is denied, uh, what does he say, your tormentor is denied reinforcement. I love that. Uh, this method reduces how often abuse occurs and helps you predict and control when it happens. So that's kind of interesting. Uh, the other, another thing he says is, uh, he says early warning signs, I don't know about this one, uh, the <laughs> he talked about in a movie, you know, they're, they're being assigned the witches on her broom, uh, I don't know about, I, don't, I, I wouldn't like, I wouldn't deal with a jerk coworker. I, I disagree with this one, which is I wouldn't deal with them by running away and scurrying away and, you know, when they come into the room. I, I'm, I'm all for confrontations and conflict when they're appropriate. You check out the video on why to not avoid conflict. So you know if you gotta if you gotta have conflict and you gotta face up, then do it. Don't don't avoid them. Don't just scurry like a little rat and uh, and let them totally dominate you by doing that. Uh, the other one is uh, that's in here is look at it another way. This is a great one. This is you know reframing. This is kind of cool. It's like you can just interpret things however you want. And I talked about this in some of the framing videos. And I think this is really uh, really a cool one. Is this idea of reframing it so that instead of instead of saying you know interpreting what they said as negative and harmful to you, you can just make it like you can make it mean whatever you want it to mean. You can just uh, think that they're silly, and that's that's cute, Bob. <laughs> that's cute how you uh, called me an asshole. That's yeah, that's that's real nice, real professional. All right, that's I get it, right? I mean, you can reframe it however you want. You can just say they must be having a bad day. You must you could say that they have really bad hemorrhoids or gout is flaring up again. Whatever you want to whatever you want to think, you know, they got an uh, an anal fissure that's bothering them. Whatever you want to think, however you frame it so that it uh, so that it's not you being the victim and them being the asshole, but rather poor them just, you know, lashing out. They're a dog with a shock collar on and they're being shocked and that's why they're biting, <laughs> right? However you want to frame it, uh, psychologically, it's beneficial to you and it helps you to keep the dominant frame, of course, because you're not buying into their reality, in which case you're the little bitch that they are bossing around and bullying. Instead, you're creating your own reality, in which case they have an anal fissure that is bothering them and that's why they're acting that way. So I, I like that approach. Uh, from enemy to friend, this is another one to make them into a friend. And this is cool, he talks about in this article, this idea, the Benjamin Franklin approach, which is really cool. If you don't know the story, he talks about it here where Franklin, Benjamin Franklin basically had this enemy and he asked to borrow a very scarce and curious book from the dude. And by, by basically asking this person to do a favor for him, uh, we tend to have, there's a psychological principle. One of the concepts is that if we do something for someone, we actually develop a bond for them. It's because we are basically chasing our own investment. If we invest time, if we invest resources in a person, we tend to value them more. That is why some of you guys, I'm, I'm talking to you, you are lovesick little puppy dogs who will uh, grovel and roll and shit in order to, uh, to get this woman that you've placed on a pedestal to just pay you a glance. It's because you've invested so much. It has nothing to do with the other person. It has to do with the investment that you've made. So one good way to gain a friend of an enemy is to get them to somehow invest in you. Ask them for some help. Ask them for some valuable book. Ask them to do you a favor and they may be taken off guard and they may actually do you a favor and then they may feel indebted to you because of the actual 
uh, indebtedness that they've given you, right? I know that sounds a little bit weird, but basically if you do something for someone, you're going to, it's like investing and you want to follow your investments and you want to treat your investments well. And so if you can get people to invest in you, they're more likely to become your friend. Whereas a direct approach of being nice to them is unlikely to work. And this is why a lot of you uh, have trouble getting people to, like if you're getting bullied and picked on, one of the reasons why is because you're being too damn nice. People like people who are assholes. <laughs> who are mean, who, but it's not that. It's not just being an asshole, it's not just being mean. It's about, it's about not being approval seeking and needy. And then when you give some acceptance to someone, when you're acting that way, sometimes prudish and asshole, it, it could be, right? When you give some acceptance, it's a genuine acceptance and people value that. Whereas if you're just giving it out like candy, your approval and your love and affection, uh, people think that you are um, basically worthless and they treat you like worthlessness, okay? So then the final one is he talks about looking in the mirror and you know, maybe you're the jerk. And I think that's kind of interesting. Where are my flaws? What are my problems? What do I need to work on? Where am I right now? This is something that you should do every year, but especially if you feel like other people in the office are the jerks and you just have to uh, kick them because they're in your way and they're so damn annoying. Maybe you are the asshole. <laughs> that could be the case. Now, it might be okay for you to be the asshole. That's, you know, everyone should embrace their dark side from time to time. Uh, I certainly do, but uh, maybe it's not gonna be the best thing. Maybe you should uh, learn a little bit of manners and, and proper behavior and at least some tact. I mean, you can be an asshole, but at least be a tactful asshole. That's all that I ask. Uh, it's gonna go over better for you and even if you're manipulating the hell out of people, then at least, at least you'll be doing that with a velvet glove, even though there's an iron gauntlet underneath the velvet glove. <laughs> uh, so, you know, I'm, I'm kidding, but sometimes maybe not as much. So, all right, anyway, that's all I got. I think that was pretty cool, pretty good article. Again, I'm not gonna link to the article, but you can Google this. It's called the How to Survive a Jerk at Work and it's by Robert Sutton. It's, it's really good. And like I said, there's only really one point that I disagreed with. Uh, you know, as a general approach though, I think there's some really good strategies in here. And I would say though, do not avoid conflict. Do not avoid confrontation. If you're going to avoid someone completely, avoid them. You can quit the job even. You know, you, there's no need for you to work with the jerk. And if they're your boss, uh, you know, then you might really consider that, but don't take shit. If someone gets up in your face and they're doing something appropriate and they're calling you an asshole, do not allow them to get away with that. Don't just you know allow them to browbeat you and take it. I mean, definitely try some of these tactics, but you know when you need to confront and you need to have conflict, don't be afraid of it. This is, uh, otherwise you will become their little bitch and nobody wants that, especially not me. All right, <laughs> if you like this video, uh, click that subscribe button below right down there and uh, make sure you click the bell so you don't miss any videos. I don't know if I mentioned it in this video, but I am in Switzerland. I am just in the house today uh, because I need to get some videos done and I'm kind of tired. All right, I'll talk to you next time. Take care. Hey, what's up? John here. Just wanted to make sure you aren't missing out. Only about half the content I put out is on this podcast. This podcast is created mostly from the audio from the YouTube videos I put out daily. When you get a chance, head on over to youtube.com forward slash simple programmer and click the subscribe button to get access to two to three new videos every day. Even if you prefer the audio format, make sure you subscribe at youtube.com forward slash simple programmer so you can check out what you might be missing.